to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome, you sexy people. Welcome to episode 254 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Welcome along. Hey, we forgot to talk about something in the last episode. Yes. Um, I, I don't know how we missed that. Uh, I, but sure, Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yes, uh, big shout out to fellow podcaster, Will Fleming. Fleming. I just went blank. I almost said Will Smith. I don't know where that came from. Oh my God, I would have cracked so- up if you said Will Smith. <laughs> hey, yeah, because they look so alike. They I am do. so, I've got to say, I'm so tired right now. Just so everybody knows, um, I might be a bit vacant, <laughs> a bit slow on the uptake. A bit slow on the uptake. But basically, Will has a new pilot coming out. Uh, I think he did mention it. I've seen a post, so I'm assuming we're allowed yep. to talk about it. Uh, man in a van. Man in a van. Interestingly, I just passed a van just before, and it was facebook.com forward slash man van or something. It was very similar. I don't, okay. know, don't know what that was. It was a different van, though. Hey, it's quite a small van, I've got to say. It's quite it, a small it's van. It's compact. <laughs> There's a podcast studio in the back, and the idea is to have a long-form podcast episode along with a shorter uh, sort of video, video segment, um, and going to shop that around with different people and... See how it goes. But you were involved in it, Chris. Yes, yes. I uh, had to... He was doing a pilot uh, video, and he'd just done an interview with somebody. We didn't see the interview or whatever. And we just did a uh, bit of a, a video and video montage before and after. I had to look like a tough guy. Gave myself a scar. It was all good. Um, yeah. It was good fun. It was good fun. And they and, and Guy was filming. And guy they, from yeah, the and Guy and Harley podcast. They filmed it like... 100 meters from our house so <laughs> i finished work and just rolled across the road basically to see what was going on yeah yeah can you find this place uh, yeah i can <laughs> yeah that's right will's organizing he's like, i think we should film here and chris is like yeah yeah, yeah good 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 <laughs> uh yeah. and then uh last weekend we did head off to armageddon yes as media we just they let us in we let to roam around <laughs> Um, oh, we had our new shirts on, which looked good. They, yep, lots yep. of people were uh, checking them out. So, if you're brand new to this, hello and welcome. And uh, about now, there's probably no, they're going to be separate. Uh, there's some um, interviews we did during the day, and they'll be released as separate little uh, pieces. So you'll uh, see them come up in your podcast app. Yeah, so feel free to share them wherever you want to share them in your social medias or I your better rem- I have to remember to do those. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, am also very tired, which we will cover later. Yeah, we, why- we'll get to that. Why, why both of us, uh, quite separately, for the separate reasons, are uh, stuffed. <laughs> but we have a shout-out to RJ Licorice. We said we would shout-out to them. They had an all-black licorice all sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... Um, yeah, I, I visited them the next day and grabbed some more too. <laughs> they weren't like handing it to me. I was like, hey, I want my licorice. <laughs> I, what I find, and I this is what happens, field days is really bad for this. The very first day, they will give something to every single person. They'll go, here you go. And then by the end of that first day, they've realized that their stocks are depleted. They did not have enough of whatever it was. Well, unless they're talking about Nutrigrain Trail Mix. Nutrigrain Trail How Mix. How many pallets was it? It looked like about 20 pallets. Oh, if not more. If it, not more. Yeah, at least. Uh, in the bag that you got from a Mighty 8 bag, when you got into the venue, we got the old cup of noodles. We upgraded from a packet of noodles to the cup. 
Yeah. And uh, there was a Nutri-Grain Trail mix, which uh, I had Smoky Barbecue. Yeah, I had the same. It was don't, don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. Oh, it was good, but that was because I was absolutely ravenous, and I was like, I don't know what I've got. Oh, I've got this, and I ate it. Um, so, yeah. And cool. uh, Baraka were giving out their little tablet things that you can suck on now. We got them. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not they in the bag. Sorry, they handed they, them to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, They were good. They were good. Um, I also want to shout out to Cameron Pollard and his mate Chris. I didn't get Chris's last name. We had a good chat uh, the following day. And Matt J. Pike. I have to say Matt J. Pike, I guess, because he's an author I was talking to. I didn't have the recording gear, so I didn't record an interview with him. We hopefully will jack something up and, later and on. And if you search Matt Pike, you can't find him. But if you search <laughs> Matt J. Pike, you'll find him. So I'll give him that shout, shout out. I might actually do another interview, uh, an interview with him. He's back in Oz now. But, um, we have the technology. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Cameron and Chris, who are they? You don't know them. They're just people you know. Um, Cameron's from TEDx. Uh, oh, that's Auckland. right. Yeah, I, knew, I, did, I, I told you about it. Yeah. I just couldn't place them. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And Chris was his buddy. And it was, Chris is looking at starting a podcast. So Everybody's starting a podcast. Actually, one of the more interesting people, which you will hear about in an upcoming little mini episode from Armageddon, are those dry eye people doing dry eye research. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to that interview. I swanned off and talked to some people I knew. Um, okay, so uh, what else was great? Well, the electric kiwi chili eating competition was less than great. I, <laughs> and, um, and Laughageddon was, unfortunately, due to at least one member of the panel, uh, not great. Yeah, so Laughageddon, uh, Fid was part of that. He brought it over. Steve Wrigley as well was doing the hosting, which was good. And it was sort of to bring and some laughter. Jason on the panel was really cool. And the two girls on the panel were cool. I don't remember their names. Yeah. Lo- uh, Lauren? But yeah, whatever. Corey. Corey, bro. You've got to get your game up. There's uh, The tip here is you have to know your audience and who's in your audience. So if there's a potential for a whole bunch of kids to be there, maybe, maybe just tone down some of the stuff you're saying. Yeah. Because it's a public event. It's not recorded. You're not, you know. Anyway, that's what's so. Actually, that chili eating competition, which apparently was the first time they ran it in Auckland, I didn't know that. I thought it was a thing that we'd just missed previously. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, if I knew now what it was going to be like, I probably would have gone up there. Oh, really? Yeah, just for. Well, I had the t shirt on. Oh, oh yeah. See? See, I was I was okay, but I just didn't want to. I don't want to win. Well, I should have not thought about it because it doesn't matter. You wouldn't win anyway. You'd just no. get the hot sauce. Also, the prize is three months of power, which no one really that wanted. That was the stupidest thing, right? Three p- months of power. you got to change to this other power company. Like, that's a headache on its own. And then you got to, um, I presume you're going to have like a year-long freaking contract with them or it something. It seemed so all it's like, really weird. It seemed like a weird the prize. prize ever. Uh, and the people- If I made a hundred bucks, it'd be great. Yeah, and the people didn't go very- far into and also they didn't realize that chilies are out of season so they had to use dried stuff and then they were using bottles of stuff and to be honest most competitors walked away with a free bottle of milk and a bottle of hot sauce yeah i should have done it if i knew i was going to get that i would have done yeah i'm just worried that next year they'll actually be more organized and you just get smashed (laughs) yeah yeah yep so that was cool um 
Uh, oh yeah, so the cosplay um, parade that was cool. It was pretty good. You you ran off to do a bit of an interview through part of it, so you missed part of it. That's right, I did. Um, you see, so Miss Freddie Mercury. Oh my god! But you didn't miss the last person. These two girls came up, and then one drops to the knee and, and um, asks the other one to marry her. Now, when I say that, it sounds great, but there is no, there are no microphones. So nobody knows what's going on. It doesn't take long to figure it out. But I'm like, and how the, romantic is... And, and she was crying and stuff. And, and, and the know, crowd cheered. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. But like, on a cosplay stage with these guys? Uh, well, I get the feeling that when they get home and tell their parents, because they all look like they lived at home with their parents, I'm not 100% sure how all that would go down. I don't know. They seem super young. Yeah, if, um, dude, these days everybody seems super young to us. Um, to you, to you. Well, yeah, no, I think you're getting there too. <laughs> it was, I don't know. It, it's a bit like that at Spookers, but we'll get to Spookers later. And this thing haunts me. This the Murphington Tarts group. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it was a I'm not I'm not even kidding. I can't think the only thing I can think of that riles me up this doesn't rile me up, but it makes me think, is that freaking You were wound up. You were wound up. Two God, magnets and shout. Two magnets and a piece of tape. I had to shout because my hearing was gone. I'm like, dude, you're shouting. He goes, I know, but I can't hear anything. I can't even hear myself. I'm like, Jesus. So explain what was going on here, Chris. <laughs> so the Murphington Dance Group is K pop anime cosplayers. Yeah, that's a thing. Um, yeah, doing a... Dance routine. Choreographed, in very loose quotes... Lip-synced. Uh, lip-synced um, performance, which isn't even in English. And so you could see that... Oh, so there was about 10 on stage in, at a time? In the program, I think it was down for 10 minutes, and I think it went for 14. Uh, it did start a little late, so... Mm, whatever. It honestly felt like it had been going on for about an hour and a half. I, Sam's Physically. like all worried, and then I heard this guy behind me. Yeah. There's two guys behind me, and one guy says to the other guy, After this is over, can you punch me in the head so I forget it ever happened? <laughs> and I cracked up laughing, Sam didn't hurt it. I repeated it to him, and he was just pissing himself. The guys behind us were making it so good because we were all just like looking at each other, going, well, I don't know what's going on. What did I do wrong to deserve this? Uh, very memorable for all the wrong reasons. Uh, well, look, there were some people that obviously put in the work, tried to know the words, <laughs> used the choreography. But at one point, me, you and I are trying to decide if one of these people was special needs. Oh, and I said, she's special needs. And I, I might have been a bit loud, too, because he couldn't hear anything. And two rows up, this woman started looking daggers at me. And I'm like, hmm, Maybe I should shut up now. <laughs> uh, so they had a they had some sort of dance thing scheduled for every day, and we don't know what the other days were. They were named differently, but I've got a feeling it was along <laughs> the same, the same, the same along shit. the same lines. <laughs> I think it probably was. So all in all, pretty good. I don't think there was any. There was uh, no no. Everything was good. Yeah, I think no, it was, I think it was, it was a good Armageddon. Uh, oh, we sat in on um, Jason Isaacs. He was amazing. He was great. I thought um, it was very entertaining. Yeah, he's he was the good. guy that uh, plays um, Drake uh, Malfoy's dad. Yeah, Lucius Lucius Malfoy in yeah. uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, and and uh, a load of other things I didn't realize. So that. much stuff like uh, Captain Hook and Peter Pan, which I've never seen, and now 
after what he explained about it, I need to watch that movie. I uh, looked quickly, scrubbed through it on Netflix. It was on Netflix to see him as yeah. a hook. Uh, almost didn't recognize him, but yeah, looking good. Yeah. So I might have to watch that. Uh, okay, so that, that's uh, that's uh, Armageddon. Armageddon 2019, Auckland, all Done. taken care of. Done. All right. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, in un, totally unrelated news, uh, Russian drug mules, like unlike any other, is what I wrote here. Yes. So have you heard this story? I have hardly had internet all week, Chris. <laughs> and I've also had no time to look at things. Okay. Russian inmates uh, have been using a cat to smuggle drugs into the prison, into the facility. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. As you do. Uh, uh, they, the, there was a brown substance in its collar. The chase was filmed and was put on YouTube. And I thought, wow, this is going to be great. But it's not that great. It's all these army guys like running after a cat. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even bother looking that up. You've just described it. I can see it in yeah, my head. Exactly. That's all you need to know. But the, so I thought that was funny. I thought, oh yeah. And, and what's the logistics? How does it? Go, you get a cat to go from one place to another? Like, yes. Okay. You know, I, I I don't have the answer. But then reading on. This is not the first time a cat has been caught red-pawed in Russia. In 2018, a cat was caught doing the same thing in a prison in a totally different region of Russia. So maybe it's a thing there. Yeah. This cat was being held in a zoo um, after it was caught, um, but has managed to escape custody. (laughs) This is a real problem because the cat is critical to cases of both the defense and the prosecution, including an experiment to show that a cat could indeed carry the amount of drugs alleged in its collar. So with the cat on the front, the case could collapse. <laughs> what room did they put a cat in? Oh, we put it in. Oh, it fits through the bars. <laughs> Bloody Russians. I have a dog for you, Boris. Go and rescue that cat. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no. Smuggle the cat out of their pants. Gosh. See how that goes. So anyway, I thought that was worth sharing. Crack me up. And uh, so you haven't heard about Rudy Giuliani dropping a dime on himself? No, I just saw that. What does that mean? So that's me, not a headline. I I like I I I was being poetic. So he's the ex New York mayor. He's ex New York mayor, and he's uh, very much involved with um, Donald Trump's shenanigans, and he's being investigated. Right? Okay. And I use the drop the dime on someone. That's a mob parlance. You know what that means, eh? When you um, oh yeah 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 turn someone in or, or yeah. rat them out or whatever, so um, this is you couldn't make this up. This is just crazy. Rudy Giuliani, it turns out, butt dialed, which is what the Yanks call pocket dialing. Yeah yeah, butt um, uh, An ABC reporter while he's talking about um, something shady, really shady, getting money for Ukraine. Ra 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 ra. And um, so the reporter got these messages. Oh, I've got some messages. What's going on here? And so it's recorded. And so he's handed them in. They've reported them. And they're all over the place. And it's like, yeah, you are the worst lawyer in the world. (laughs) And, And it couldn't have been, you know, Oh, I accidentally pocket dialed the plumber and who said that. No, I accidentally pocket dialed the NBC reporter. It was so ridiculous that I was like, 
nah, that's got to be a setup. He's done that on purpose and it's a whole game. But apparently all these other reporters have come, come forward and go, it happens all the time. Usually there's nothing worth listening to. But he these guys need time. to sort out their phone uh, <laughs> handling skills. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyway, so that was that was funny. The Rugby World Cup's been on, Chris. <clears throat> yes, so um, you heard the... So last week uh, was a good game, uh, except we lost. Uh, well, we the did, lost. and there was no talk of the depression that New Zealand was going to face when they were going to lose against Ireland. It's bizarre. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, it was... Um, oh, it was a good game, I thought. Um, oh, it was a good game. Yeah. I actually stayed up and watched that. My daughter wanted to watch it. So it was oh, good. Yeah, I, I only saw I saw the extended highlights, but anyway. No, I watched the game. Um, I haven't watched a, a All Blacks game in forever. I don't know when, to be honest. And uh, I was just like, I can't believe this is the All Blacks playing. To be honest, I thought they were a bit average. Oh no, I, I don't think they were. I well, I mean, I think it was really close competition. Like they were both really good, so they just shut each other down. Yeah, you know, I think either one of the teams, if they played a weaker team, would look amazing. But yeah, because yeah, they're true. playing each other, it just looks maybe hard. Maybe it was. It, we used to have that with fighting too, um, and Kilkishan fighting. You have somebody good against someone not so good. They, uh, they get hammered. But you get two guys in there that are really good, and it looks really boring. Yeah, yeah. You true. know, no one's no one's sort of getting ahead on, on things. Um, <clears throat> so we got the bronze medal. Yeah, so we uh, we lost to uh, oh no, we won to Wales last night. So we yeah, we got the bronze. Got the bronze. So that's a relief. We, we, we Hanson's, you know, left gone. gone, and Sonny Bill, and a whole bunch of others. Yeah, good times. Um, Kieran Reid's retired as well, is he? Yep, yep. So anyway, so that was all our rugby piece. Um, pretty much what everybody else knew. There's no in-depth analysis here because we don't know anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we're never, ever going to claim that we do. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can claim that my best... What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm moving and, and squeaking my chair. Um, I can claim that I have first-hand knowledge of how a flanker can run head-to-head into a, another player and knock each other out in the middle of the game, so... Good <laughs> But that's not the sort of thing people want to know. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> You're tired because... Drum roll. I've been at school camp all week. <laughs> I'm still tired. It was good. So it was local. Uh, it's an old school converted into some sort of campground thing. And I think it can sleep 50 people in the dorms. And then there's a big house for the adults. And then there's other rooms for the teachers. Pretty good. Um, we're only there for four days, uh, due to the short week this week. And, uh, but leading up to it, uh, one of the questions before we went on camp was some of the parents said, can we come, uh, for one of the dinners and see the kids because we can't take time off work because, um, you know, whatever. And the teacher sort of said, yeah, okay. And the reason he explained it on camp to us, he said, oh, it's hard because I can't just say a hard no because all the parents that are helping are there with their kids. But it's two different things completely. When you're there helping, you hardly ever see your kid because you're doing like 400 things all the time and hurting and yelling and sorting out other activities and stuff for kids. On the other hand, the, the parents that come out for the one night, these there's four of them. They are parents that are helicopter parenting anyway. In day-to-day life their kids were going really really well 
And uh, we're like, you know, they were homesick the first night. They were just about right on the second night. Their mums turn up, baby them. And they were there for like, some of them were there like four hours. Uh, and then that night, all those kids are losing the plot because they want to go home and they're all upset. One dude, he cried so much, he ended up choking on his tears, threw up all in his bed everywhere. Got up, went to find the teacher, stood in the doorway and then threw up in that room. Good times. Uh, fun times. <coughs> fun I times. I, I honestly, I don't get it. I've never... So I, I know we didn't do school camps when I was a kid because we didn't couldn't afford them. Yeah. So, but I know if I oh no I did I did a tramping uh, trip down to Rongaronga Valley mainly because I don't think we had to pay we paid for fifteen bucks. But anyway, um, I know my parents would be more than happy for me to for all the kids to bugger off for four days and not see them. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's only four days. Anyway, um, it's crazy. Like I went on heaps of scout camps, but when I was a kid and. Our group was good, but if we were combined with other groups, there was always kids super, super homesick. Um, like just after one night, it's real hard to manage that. But uh, so I mean, on the first night we had one child; she broke her wrist and uh, fractured, uh, sprained the other one. I was going to say, was there any dramas? That sounds pretty dramatic. That was on the first night. She fell off this uh, playground, hit her head on the second platform, so she had blood everywhere, and oh, that's God. what we thought the injury was. And then she goes, "My arm, my arm." We sorted that out. She came back the next day. All good. Uh, but at this place, <laughs> we sorted that out. Just wrapped it in a bit of band. <laughs> no, she went to A&E and then she came back with her cast and her other arm. But it was all good. And then uh, we did a, one day we did a Burma trail. You know what that is? No, I have no idea what that is. So the guy running this, I'll explain who the guy is. So the guy who's the manager, I don't know if he's the owner. He actually lives across the road. Some of the activities are across the road and we're going down there and he's like, oh yeah, and his dog's barking. Like, this dog is going nuts, right? And Has he, this guy got long hair? He's got longish hair and then a full beard. Right, because you gave me a nickname earlier and I'm like, yeah. and I keep picking it. And he's, yeah. he's, he's young. He's probably early 30s and we nicknamed him Baby Jesus. Anyway, Baby Jesus was saying that the dog is real friendly. It likes kids. It's this giant Rottweiler trying to get off its lead to eat children, I think. (laughs) So we're doing activities. Now, the kids can do indoor rock climbing, kayaking, obstacle course, BMX, air rifle, and archery. Right. But he has to train all the parents up on how to do all that. And then we ran the activities over two days. Oh, cool. What did you, you get to do? I'm running BMX. Oh. And at the BMX, oh, I'm gonna run archery. Oh. Well, archery and air rifle are in the building right next to where I am at the BMX track. So there's three of us at that end of the field. Right. Baby Jesus comes along, and he's walking along, and just randomly he's like, "Oh, hey, uh, do you know what that weed is on the ground there?" And one of the other parents, he's a farmer, he just looks at it and he goes, "Oh, that's a type of daisy." He's like, oh, "Okay, cool, cool, cool." Then the, the the other parent just said straight away, oh, you need 90 mils of this product in a knapsack sprayer, spot spray it, cleans it right up. And now this place is really old. There's a whole bunch of other things he should be fixing, like the locks on the toilet doors, <laughs> um, other bits and pieces, but he's worried about this weed on the ground. We get to the shed, he opens it up, and now we've got to get our intensive training on how to run these activities. I'm first up. Okay. So, uh, here's some BMX bikes. Oh, those ones over there are all broken. I haven't fixed them yet. These ones here should be all good. But 
If there's something that you can fix and you know how to fix it, there's some tools in the corner there, so that'd be really good. Um, <laughs> also, there's an air compressor over there, so you might want to pump up the tyres. I needed seven bikes because there's seven kids in each group. Uh, all the tyres were flat, so I had to pump all them up. Uh, that was all good. Next up was air rifle. He opens up this cabinet, gives the other guy like the tin of um, pellets. Oh, yeah, here we go. Got the air rifles here. Well, I've been really busy and... Um, I haven't got a chain for the second one, so you can only actually chain one of them to the table. So, I think you should just use the one air rifle. Okay. And uh, that was the intensive training there. And then the archery was about the same. So, that was all good. But uh, a Burma trail is when you're in the bush, and you can do it at night time, but we did it in the afternoon blindfolded, and you follow a bit of rope all, right. all through the bush. Baby Jesus was like, okay, guys, it's down the end of the road. It's a kilometer. Let's go. So we walk down, and we're walking down there, and half the bush has been destroyed by a digger, because there's a guy there digging, I don't know. But it was a good, they hadn't touched this Burma trail. That was good. And um, So the rope's already there. It's, already it's all pre, set, up. Pre set up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was expecting him to go, oh, guys, the, the, the farmer's taking it down. But it was, And then he wanders off. He just disappears and goes back to his dog or whatever he's doing. What do you blind the kid, fold the kids with? Well, know? baby Jesus got some sheets, and he's been cutting them up overnight. So he's got about 400, like so many blindfolds. I don't know what he was going to blindfold, but it's got like this, it must have been like two king size sheets and he's cut them into strips because he said he was going to organize that the night before for us. Anyway, we do that and my, I'm at the back of my team and I'm wandering around. That's all good. But I take my glasses off and then when we stop, my glasses are in a bag like 100 meters away. We stop and we take it all off. That's all good. But there's like another random adult there. And I'm like, who's that? And I can't, and it's a woman. I'm like, who are you? And then I realize it's another mother has decided to turn up to just hang out with their kid for a couple hours during the day. God. Um, anyway. That, I don't, I just, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. It was crazy, but. So you, you always, like, this is just doing my head in now. You always go to these school camps because you sort of can. Yeah. Would you have a problem if you couldn't go no, I didn't go uh, on. I, didn't, I haven't done the snow. They did a snow camp three years ago. I didn't go on that. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I trust them all. Yeah. But I mean, when one of the parents came up, there's a there's a concrete trough at this place, and it's a fire pit, and there's a fire. And I understand health and safety. That's good. And we did have a bucket of water after this parent just went on and on and on about it to every single person that she could find about not having water near yeah, the fire. Yeah. But it's like in the contained trough. It's in a contained trough. And I mean, the kids were good. I mean, it was like, I understand where she was coming from, but the way she went about it was just full on. But anyway, very sore um, <clears throat> from pulling Mount BMXs up this track, all sorts of stuff. Because on the very last day, Chris, we went caving and, a- ab- and abseiling and um, climbing rocks. Oh, that rock climbing is like its high, most tiring thing ever. Now, I, we didn't do any rock climbing because we were doing the bee laying at the bottom for all the kids, making sure they don't die. Yeah. But we went caving. Big shout out to Raglan Rocks. Check them out. Rocks? Rock? Whatever. Raglan Rock. Check them out. They're really cool. We went, I think we were underground for like three hours. Oh, wow. And uh, we were about sort of between, uh, on the way out to Raglan. But really? on a farm, like you walked across this farmland and then there was just all these rocks everywhere. And then they were like, oh, there's the hole in the ground. And we went down um, and they made us go through some stupid small spots and they broke the groups up. You're into, not a small guy, so. I'm not. And 
most of my problem is I'm too tall, so I couldn't get my leg in. Uh, like, the kids would go in a hole filled with water underneath, and then I had to Superman throw a hole above them, but from rock to rock. So the gap was, like, this big, and I'm going through like this. Um, but uh, I said to the woman that was taking us, who looked really familiar, but I think she just looked at someone I knew. I said, how... If you were to put it in years, how long have you been in these caves, like you know, going around? Because she said, you know, they open up all the time. And she said, oh, we went up there once. And then me and my dad dug that out. And she said, oh, well, I turned 34 next week. And I've been in these caves working in here since I was 14. And the first year I took a thousand people through. Holy crap. So she knows this place like the back of her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, very, very cool. Lots of fun. Oh, good. Raglan Rock. All right. Good stuff. Um, so I, um, I've i been doing a lot of work. I've been so busy. It's crazy. Um, so I've had a big pe- period where I've had bigger all to do. And um, now everything's like, oh, my God, we need this do now. Do it all now, now, Chris. So I've been flat out. Um, and, of course, it was also Halloween on Thursday. So it was. I I worked uh, spookers. Um, I didn't have much of a choice of what I was going to do. Well, not that you can get a choice, but they told me. They rang me up early and right because I was in the poster. So it was the Seven Deadly Sins, and I was in the poster already as Envy. Oh, yeah. were you? I was Did pouring, I know this? Well, I don't know if I told okay. you. I was pouring uh, gasoline over a honeymooning couple in the bed. I mean, uh, that's normal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Envy. So I, I had to do that act. That was cool. I was a bit annoyed, actually, because... They said, oh, can you just redo your makeup so you look like you did before? I've never redone makeup. I've just done it. And Yeah, that'll be hard. So did you have the picture as a reference? I did. Okay. Um, I didn't really follow it that closely. I, it was sort of scabby, peeling skin and stuff. Yeah. So that's fine. Um, but I got there early too, and I still <laughs> still screwed up um, with the makeup. I was like, I was trying to rush, and then I got the coloring wrong. So I basically got a yellow face. And then all the, all, all, What's wrong with but, you? But I've got fr- from my ears back. I'm all pink, which makes the normal colour. So it, it, yeah, it looked a bit shit. <laughs> um, what but, time did you finish on Halloween night morning? Whatever. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be really late, but I signed signed out around. Uh, it was after midnight, so it wasn't that, that oh. bad. I, I we were expecting like two, but I think it was because. It was Thursday, right? Yeah, if you and had then, Friday. Yeah, and then last night was busier. Um, yep. It was half past 12 I signed out, which is good for a Friday night because normally it's nowhere near that much on a Friday and Saturday's a big night. Yep. But I'm not working uh, tonight as Saturday as we're recording this. Um, so Are you having tonight off? I'm having tonight off because tomorrow I've got the seven hours, eight hours at uh, Ahikamako. Oh, that's right. Yes. Start up weekend. So Chris I've, is there uh, advising people on how to do their pitches, I think. Yeah, pitching. Pitching. Pitching for um, uh, startups, yeah, funding and stuff like I'm that. I'm looking forward to hearing about some of these uh, startup ideas. They're yeah, doing yeah. the whole thing as a like a it's, a... it's a startup weekend, so it started Friday night and then it finishes Sunday night with the pitches. Yeah. So um, all day... So I, I they only need me for Sunday, so I... Thought right, better not work tonight at Spookers because I'd be a waste. <laughs> I'm already, and I've got a load of work to do for um, Epic Learning because Carl Hartley, who Lush Monster, who gets a shout out as well as one of the only guests we've ever had on this That's podcast. That's right, way back in like episode three or four, <laughs> yeah. or five, I think. He's in Madrid at the moment. 
um, or he might be moving on today, but uh, he's in Europe. So he left a lot of work and I'm doing it. <laughs> That's all right. As long as you're getting paid for it. I am. I am. It's all good. So I've, I've got deadlines to meet for Tuesday and I'm going to have to work today. I'm going to go and have a coffee after this so I can wake up because I slept in because I worked till I, I got home 2.30 this morning. Yep. From Spookers, and yeah, so uh, that'd be cool. Anyway, so life is busy. Life is busy, and if you're busy, you need a podcast to listen to, so make sure to check out thechristensandpodcast.com or find us on every app under the sun. I think we're on all yes, of them. Yes, Spotify, because I keep getting asked that at Spookers. Oh, but are you on Spotify? Yes, we are. It's we're weird because we are on Spotify, but looking at their stats, there's only about three or four people using Spotify. Most people use something else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but if you want to use Spotify, get in there. Do you, and I don't know the answer to this, so I'm going to ask you. When you use it on Spotify, because it's not a podcasting app, does no. it... Do you follow it so it pops up? It doesn't just pop up. you got to search for it every time. Or- no, no, no. They've got a podcast thing built in, so it's doing what the oh, podcast so- apps are normally oh, do. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, until then, uh, till, well, till next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.